Master of deflecting attention from his own self. Like every time. It never been fought. It always be somebody in fault. The medical team, the laundry ladies, no iron, the ah. shirt as well. They, this ah. is the scout. Who's safe and clapper? Who's safe and clapper? Nah, Rangi be worse at that thing. Rangi, I promise you, Rangi is not worse. I promise. Hey, 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 Oh, ah, so <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of After the Whistle. My name is Kale. We we are back uh, from yeah, not so enforced hiatus, but um, yeah, Charlie. Then we for for day off, small recoup and then come back. I'm joined today with the usual suspect plus Starboy and Seth, Vangela Crack and Smiley. How are you guys doing? Long weekend, Charlie. Oh, you pay you get a long weekend. Why are they talk long weekend, long weekend, long weekend, long weekend? Me, no, if you're a Ghanaian, you should expect a, you should expect a ah, Tali, what did they try to do? Today, do you put a call me no. foreigner? But no, but if you Ghanaian, you go stay this the Czech Republic. Who send you? <laughs> are they shocked? Oh, Tali, Czech Republic. They 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 hate Muslims. So they no go make they no go make them chop salah. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> ah, Charlie, ah, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Masa, the GCR does not side anybody's views. They hear say David chop this beef self, they think I'll slap you for your house. Good to hear you. <laughs> beef, beef, okay, technically, I'm a friend the country you did inside <laughs> for accept everybody, like the way Ghana they accept everybody. So say so you go enjoy some of these privileges, okay? Exactly. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Thank you. Yeah, blow. Next time. Next time. Oh, Next yeah. time. But yeah, Charlie, it's it's been a, a crazy couple of weeks. Um, regards to football, I have to state at the at the front of the episode that this is going to be a heavily influenced United uh, pot, uh, <laughs> episode through no fault of our own. It's just uh, news after news which keeps on coming out of the club with a recent appointment of a new manager, as well as uh, certain departures from the executive room and scouting department. So without much further ado, Eric Ten Hag. <laughs> I get three United boys for this podcast. Though, so you people, you for open your heart or because by starting the episode by saying that Ragnick not know anything, he'd be prefer- he'd be fraud. Then, 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 then. Clearly, you wanted a change to be made. And so right now that has happened. With um, news even coming out that, or, or Ragnick's even admitting that he hasn't even spoken to Ten Hag as well, which is some kind of, <laughs> it can be seen away. I really got not say the bomb, so you don't want even hear him for this when you were safe. Tell you put a try to your mind, though. mind plus nonsense. Maybe Ragnick. Smiley, go first. <laughs> Tell you this thing, like we've we've been here plenty times, so the optimism is leaving all of us. Like, but we still have to manage and gather some small hope for the future, because obviously Ten Hag is, is he's a good coach. That one there, nobody can deny that he's a good coach. But at United, we've learned that it takes more than just being a good coach to succeed. Because you have to be a coach, you have to be a manager, you have to be a politician, you have to be so many things to succeed at United. We know we've seen him do one aspect of that at Ajax. And at Ajax, one thing that has been said is that their structure is very good to the extent that the coach can focus on just coaching. Everything else works the way it's supposed to work. So the job is obviously easier over there, in addition to the pressure and everything you face at that side because we can't downplay what he did at Ajax because before he went there I think they hadn't won the league in about four years or so and he came he won is it two in a row before COVID he was about to do three in a row before COVID cuts that season short for them so he's about to still win again so he's a good coach and everything but 
I I just have I don't want to say doubts, but I'm just worried that things might the other aspects of the job might not fall into place the way it should fall into place for him. Because one thing about United I would say is that we've never quite been able to find a specific um a specific strategy and stick to it. For example, when Mourinho came, uh, we wanted him to win instantly. But when he wants players that would, he, when whenever he asks for players who could come in and help him to achieve those instant that instant success, then they stop him as the junction. That yeah, this guy is not a good choice. This, for example, he wanted he wanted a centre back after we finished second. He wanted a centre back, and he I think the options he brought forward were Maguire, um, Jerome Boateng. Uh, to be uh, out of wild and all those other guys, and the choices were Wait, all vetoed. Was, wasn't by Koulibaly Ed part of that? And I think Koulibaly was also part. And I think the uh. choices were all vetoed by Ed Woodward because I don't know why exactly, but the choices were vetoed by him. And the thing is, if you want a manager and you've chosen this particular manager, just give him what he wants, and then judge him by the tools you've given him to perform. But you can't say that you don't give him everything he needs to perform, but you still want him to produce the results he wants so all i'm saying is that if ten Hag wants to build his team in a particular way they should just give him what he wants for him to build the team in that particular way so that when you're judging him you can judge him fully you can't there'll be no excuses that you didn't give him this you didn't give him that by expecting to perform so that's all i want all i want is that he's supported in the right way if even there are players that he wants to sack let him sack those players. Because, for again, with Mourinho, Mourinho wanted to sack Martial and bring in Perisic. Me, like this, I, I was at the time, I was a heavy Martial supporter. So, me, I didn't want it to happen. Now, the guy has shown us that he was probably right back then. So, just back the manager, support him, give him what he needs to succeed. And then we can judge him on that. But um, I'm a little optimistic because of the coaching aspect of what he can do. But as for the man management side, I'm still, I still have my doubts. And, and I think that's, the, um, that's the, the question mark which seems to exist over his head. But then you also have other uh, reports coming out about how he handles players. He's very, very meticulous with how he prepares them and all that. And United currently do not have a cohesive squad. You, you, the rumors just flying left, right, center out of the dressing room. Um, don't no, no apparent show of leadership. I mean, we watched the match this evening. Um, Bradford, if they were a bit more clinical, could have actually caused a, more, a lot more trouble. But you slowed the play down with uh, introducing two playmakers, Mata and uh, Fernandez. Then, you know, all of a sudden, Mata to the can left. You give them one last one song. Honestly, I feel like if, uh, what's his name? <laughs> uh, uh, Woodward was still there. Tonight, no, he the call of Charlie. You play ball, though, so you extend this contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie, make you extend this contract for you. I never go sure. And you know, is these kind of mismanagement or disjointedness which exists within the squad from top to bottom. That as a coach, like uh, as a coach, such as Ten Hag, you would want a system to be set in place for you so that you focus purely on the coaching. If it comes to man management too, he he, ha, he seems to have um, some credentials. But then it's just maybe too many egos, uh, sorry, too many egos that he may have to massage, too many um, doubts that he'll have to quell. You have a lot of players out of contract. Like, it's a mess right now. So, um, Kawa, if if you could touch on it. Do you think he has the pedigree to manage United? Um, uh, number one, uh, I think that I am much smiley when he talks about the fact that the positivity is going away. I mean, I've I've said it many times, especially on my Twitter, that I don't think United would, would be back to the United that we knew before. I mean, anytime soon. It's 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 not going to happen. It's, um, it's going to be and your squad, and your squad. So I mean, we should, we should all just 
as United fans, we should all just agree that, you know, it will take some time. I mean, whatever time it takes, it's just that any, and the thing about, the thing about Ten Hag is that, I mean, I've, um, we've seen Ten Hag's quality, you know, what he has done at Ajax, but there's always that, um, uh, thoughts of coming to the Premier League where it is, it is tougher, where you're going to be under heavy scrutiny and where you have to give the journalist a reason why they shouldn't talk about you or otherwise. So, for instance, I mean, when, when Klopp came in, he said he was the normal one. And for some reason, um, the media in, in England gave him time to to be himself and do whatever he wants to do to get Liverpool back to where they were. And it also it also helped because Liverpool hadn't won the league in so long and nobody actually tipped them to win the league. They knew it was going to happen with Klopp, but it was going to take some time. The thing about Eric Ten Hag is that it will a lot of it will depend on number one how he approaches his first few days as Manchester United United boss, and and also how he uh, speaks to the media about what what they want to know, and you know um, take it or leave it. The media in England directs the the narrative. They are the ones who tell you that oh this guy is doing well, that that guy is not doing so well. The media in England is the reason why everybody thought James Tarkovsky deserved a place in the PFA Team of the Year some two, three years ago. And so if they are that powerful to drive everybody's mind onto a certain topic, <laughs> then then you should you should you should make sure that as coach coming in, you are going to be in um, is it that you are, you are being in their good books or you are being in their bad books? And for someone like Mourinho, being in their bad books worked for him because Mourinho always had this siege mentality, like us against the world, nobody likes us, so let's prove them wrong kind of thing. But Ten Hag may not be the man to run an atmosphere like that. And so that's why, I'm, I, I mean, I'm just waiting to see what he does, especially what he says in his first few interviews and his first few press conferences. And those are the things that would convince me to know that, um, you know, whether he can do the job or he has the temperament to do it or not. I mean, for someone like Van Hal, for instance, I thought Van Hal had the temperament to do it. But even him at some point, knowing how much he has managed at the highest level, he did it with Ajax, he did it at Barcelona. And although his Barcelona time wasn't the greatest of times, he won with Barcelona. But you could tell that at United, there was so much pressure on him. The guy walked out of interviews. He, I mean, even on the touchline, he he got into tussles with referees and stuff like that. And it was all because of the kind of narrative that, um, you know, the media was building and the pressure that came with the fact that the results on the pitch were not going our way. It was not going United's way. It was not going his way as well because for Van Gaal, he, he, he thrives with very high standards. And so... Um, I mean, for Ten Hag, we've seen what he's done. We've seen uh, what he can do. But at United, it's a different ball game. And, I mean, we, we, we saw it with, with the two previous managers. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was... Um, he looked really good when he started the job. When he was ending the job, his hair was all white. And same with Mourinho. Mourinho took the Roma job and had to cut his hair and look young again. It is a very, very tough job to take. And... I feel like anybody who takes that job would have to give everything to try to... Because the thing is, it, it will take so much for United to get back to the top level again. And the thing is, at this moment, United want to do it in the space of two to three years. So coming in, you know that you do not have too much time. You don't have too much margin for error. And that's where the problem is. Because... And the reason why I'm, I'm consistently talking about the media is that the Ten Hag is coming in. Everybody is, you know, praising him. Oh, he's a good guy. He come, he's coming in from Ajax, blah, blah, whatever. If this guy comes in and he goes a number of games without winning, there would be a problem. And I feel like at United also, there, there's always that magnifying glass on the club where everybody wants to know what's happening and why United is suffering. Now, I'm going to say this. And I know that many many um, of the club's fans will not be happy about it. But I think that this season, the most the, the team that 
disappointed me the most this season in the English Premier League is Chelsea. They should have been challenging for the title. And one of the reasons why Tuchel has gotten away with it was because he won the Champions League and he came in to win the Club World Cup and also won um, other trophies. And he's 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 doing well in the in the cup competitions. But in the league, I, f- I felt like he should have done way better than he's, he's doing at the moment. And the media have given him that slack. They 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 have just they have just allowed him to do what he likes, and he's enjoying it. I don't think a, a Manchester United manager will be given that much freedom, or will not have the media, you know, on his back when they feel like this is a good enough team that should challenge, and it's not challenging. You get what I mean? So hopefully it works out with Eric Ten Hag. But I mean, for for me as a Manchester United fan, I'm not hopeful at all. Um, well said. Um, so you talking about uh, him having the right temperament and all that. Obviously, he'll need um, support coming into the club. As I right now with Ralph Ragnick um, at the helm, and uh, what well, what being United United States <laughs> assistant? Because I me, mean, I found it very strange. Watching, <laughs> I found it very strange today. <laughs> That was just him and his assistant standing by the pitch whilst Mike Feeling and the gang just did some corner B. So I even ran up me, I wonder what Mike Feeling did do for that. Because he just he just hype <laughs> what he did pick cones or something. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. So with all this with all this being said, it seems like some changes are being made. Um uh, from the executive side of things, with uh, two the two former head scouts, um, I think it's Jim Lalo and uh, Match, no Marcel Bouts. Those two have left the club with um, John Murtaugh overseeing, taking full control of football operations. Um, I, th- I think it's being said there was some name that I, I was asking you guys off air about him coming in. To sort of take in that technical director's role. Um, Paul Mitchell. The names are just so muddled. Paul Mitchell, thank you. Uh, to, to, to be a bridge between um, the coaching side of things and the uh, football football operation side of things, which United have been screaming for for years. So it seems like there seems to be some um, structure being put in place for him to succeed. Hopefully he'll come in and whatever that he demands of them, they'll be able to follow through. Which begs the question that if all these changes were being made, that means conversations were being had about the type of manager which they want to bring in. And for the longest time, um, Mauricio Pochettino was touted to be the next United manager. Obviously that didn't work out. But then, crap, I have to ask you, you, you you get your own thoughts on these things. If you had to choose between the both, right? Would you go for Poch or would you still stick with Ten Hag? When when it when it came down to Poch and Ten Hag, I actually um, wanted Ten Hag because see, there's a difference between being a coach and being a manager of a big club like uh, Manchester United. I know um, Ten Hag doesn't have the experience of being a manager. He has, he has the experience of being a coach and a good coach. And I don't want to touch so much on that because Miley explained why Carl also added um, good um, reasons to it and back it well. I've seen what Pochettino is facing at PSG and I've seen what he lacks as well. Pochettino still seems to be too much of a yes man. And that's not what we need at United. Because regardless of whatever is trying to do at PSG, even though the egos and everything are different at United and the player power is different at PSG, there is still a little bit of that at uh, United. Pochettino has proven to be a good coach in building a solid team at Spurs. Trust me, in recent years, he made Spurs relevant. Whatever anybody will say, you can't take that away from him. But I've seen something different with the Ajax team as even compared to the Spurs team, when they even uh, when they even went on their run in the Champions League, you understand, because still different budget and different um, direction with Ajax and, uh, and Spurs. But then, Pochettino always had this thing where when you need him the most, when he gets to the final, 
he can't cross the arm. When he gets there, there's nothing he can go about. He, we've seen it in the cup games at PSG and all. We've seen it. We saw it in the Champions League against Madrid. We've seen it all where he has fought it. But there's something about Ten Hag that I really admire a lot. Because of him, I was able to watch a lot of Ajax games and look. When he's given time and he's given his players, he will do very, very well at United. Because every United fan to kill their mind is saying in the next two years before win major cup sentence, but uh, no way. Make everybody forget that mind. This is a time that we need to have this mentality that he has to go bad before he gets better. He has to be worse before it becomes good. This is the time that we need to be very, very patient because we've tried it all. All the things that has happened to us, I'm actually, right now in hindsight, I feel like it should have happened to us because we're riding on a way higher horse where every day we are focusing on the big money signing, the mega signing, we're winning the transfer window and we are winning interactions and things where the team is tracking. See, Ronaldo came, one million interactions on Twitter, and then, 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 or JCC, or then, 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 then. Too much of marketing. Give Tehan his quality of play. Even if he wants player from House of Hope, give it to him, as Smiley said. Let him build his own team. Let him have his own identity. We do realize that it took a while for the for the for the uh, owners to sack Ole because they know within them that they still feel a club legend. They were still signing players for him. They were still signing players for a coach. They did say with Van Gaal. That's why when Carl was talking about the Van Gaal frustration, I was really happy. Because most of Van Gaal's frustration wasn't just about the play on the pitch. It's about them failing to give him his target. If I give you one, two, three, then you are always landing the third player on my list. I mean, what do you want me to achieve? They did it with Moise. They did it all with this guy's inexperience. Even they did it to Moreno. And they still did it with Ole. So I'm happy that right now they're having changes in the club and everything. But as you said, me, I prefer Ten Hag to Pochettino, even though I like Porsche, but I, I just wanted Eric. And Eric is here. Eric is here. So you know, positive vibes all around. Do we, do we have an answer for you? No. So we didn't move on. Wow. Where you want to get to? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You make the question, then I guess if I forget. You don't forget. You lie. You lie. Ask. What question that? No, I, I wanted to, to, to comment on uh, something you said, but I, I, I genuinely forgot when I remember. I'll, I'll ask. So you let's move on. Okay. Well, well, focus is on you now. Chelsea seems to be in a bit of a rut, right? I think it's I think one win in oh, like the last them four. We, well, them sanction we what well, we're rat again. Them sanction we we're rat again. <laughs> no, I, I, that doesn't feel like it. That, I swear it doesn't even feel like Chelsea has been sanctioned. Honestly, God, it doesn't feel like they've been sanctioned. Nah, we, 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 we lose still the ball out. Uh, Charlie, <laughs> still the, the ball, ball out. The score we like something. They should be playing behind closed doors. They should be playing behind closed doors. Wow. Special licenses have been given. Like, you are... <laughs> come on, come on. But yeah, Chelsea seems to be in a bit of a rut, uh, losing their last game to uh, relegation candidates Everton, um, outclassed by their former manager Frank Lamp and, and legend Frank Lampard. Uh, Tuchel. I don't think he's out of his depth. It just seems to be a bad run of form. But, I mean, David, give it to us. Like, what, what, what's happening with the club right now? Uh, first of all, I agree with Kawawa that I am quite disappointed with our Premier League performance. Not in the cup competition, but specifically on the league performance. I was expecting us to be much closer to Liverpool and, and City than we actually are. And it's quite annoying. To be honest, it's quite annoying to be mingled with teams like Arsenal and things. It's quite annoying. However, um, I also feel like everybody, everybody in the club is tired, to be very honest. Everybody's tired. Tuchel is tired. 
the players are tired. And so the simple things that they have to do on the pitch or in the training ground to, to get past teams, they're not doing it. And you can see it in the performances. In our back three system, two of the uh, our starting uh, centre-backs are practically one leg out of the club. I can trust Rudiger to play till the end of the season. I don't trust Christensen to have his head in the game. Lukaku hasn't worked out. So it's been... A, and, for, and, and that's another thing that quite worries me, that for such a good manager that Tuchel is, he still hasn't been able to figure out a proper, consistent attack that will bring goals and, you know, that will bring goals and victories, basically. It was the game against Manchester United, for instance. Dominated from the first minute to the 90th minute. Created all sorts of chances. And then still found a way to play 1-1. Like, how do you do that? You play with Arsenal. You give them two goals. You equalize. Then you decide that uh, this is the point we'll stop playing. And do whatever we want. He himself is quite frustrated with that. And I feel like, I don't think he's out of the death. After that one day, I have, I'm very clear in my mind. He's the manager we have to move forward with. And he, he, he's probably the one good thing about the club right now. But there's also we also have to look at the squad that we have. At the beginning of the season, I believe that, okay, he's been able to effectively manage them the first half of la- the second half of last season. So one or two additional touches here and there might help him move forward. But at, at this point of the season, I, I think, just like United, we need to do a really massive overhaul because he has Conte players in there, Sari players in there, Moreno players in there, Lampard players in there, and maybe one or two players that he brought. And, and that's all that he has to work with. And these are players on fat salaries. Let me tell you something. Tebo Bakayoko is still a Chelsea player. That is hey, really? is still a You put your Chelsea. loan system there, Charlie, therefore abolish him. What is money laundering? <laughs> Quan, uh, just to push assets left, right, and why did they Bakayoko's bring contract... some rules to tackle that fraud than they do for that club inside? I, I, to be very honest with you, actually, the new rules they've brought, Chelsea will still survive on the current loan structure because I, I, I can't get into it because I've forgotten the reason why. But there's I a limit on the I number of players you can loan out. Yeah, there's a limit on the number so, of players we can loan out. Yeah, so, we are already so the days of loaning out 20 players and things in one season, they are over. You can't hold, but, so it no, means but, you can't hold the players they, because players they, didn't want to just stand. I was listening to mm-hmm. a, a Chelsea podcast from the Athletic, and they were they were saying that actually Chelsea already meets the requirements of this new system, so that's not going to be a problem. The problem is that we have to find a way to get rid of players like uh, Michi Bachuai, who is still a striker for Chelsea. We have to find a way to get rid of players like Bakayoko off our wage bill. Police, uh, well, like he wants to go, like he wants to say. Like his father is tweeting, this is happening. There's just way too many things happening with our club at this point in the season. That is just not helping anyone. We are being taken over. There's no clarity. So we can't even negotiate with already existing players. So if if someone like Aspi is only staying because there's a clause in his contract that allows us to extend it. Bakayoko we put a clause in the contract he signed with AC Milan that would have forced them to, to sign him. They used him and then in January, when they realized that the number of games he's supposed to play was almost there, that would trigger that clause. They've not played him since January. So now he has to return to Chelsea. You know, we don't know. The new owners are not even in place yet. Their hope is that they will be here by mid of May to the end of May. There's just way too many things happening at the club at one time. And I think everyone is just tired. And it has affected... Because even when the transactions thing started initially, we went on a 12-game winning run. Or 12-game... You know, we were playing very well. Winning games. Just keeping our head out and playing our football. And we went on the challenge we came back and then it's like, everybody had time to relax and really think, hey, I want to be champion. Then they came back and all of a sudden, it's like they don't have to play football anymore. It's quite worrying for me. We should have been clear 
at this point. Take three points from Arsenal, take three points from United, take three points from, uh, from Brentford, and we've guaranteed top four for next season. Now we have to scrape and scrap. And whenever there's a team that has been like our next game is against Wolves over the weekend. I'm worried because they've not won a game in like four matches, which means charity FC with this one point. Wolves, J. There's no way Everton should have beaten us, but they just wouldn't turn up. You know, and there's also something to be said about the mentality of the players. It's been there. Moreno said it. Sari said it. Conte said it. Lampard said it. And every time there's a new manager, it comes to the fore. Certain points in the league, they just don't have the mental fortitude to move past. We've not gone past 75 points in like four, four seasons. That's just abysmal. That's just abysmal. We can't. We, it's like if we get seventy, we say cool. We're done. We this. We finish. We don't do anything again. And what's the meaning of this, Charlie? <laughs> it's terrible. Like somebody said, we win trophies, so we don't. The the look. The truth of the matter is that ever since we sacked, uh, you can't kind of say, uh, what be name? Continue. Michael. I mean, no, Michael Emanalo. It's not been a proper footballing direction in the club. Like, yes, there's a general direction. Win at all costs, at any cost, right? But there isn't a proper footballing direction. And that has to be said. Of course, it's important to win trophies, but it's also important to, to you know, for instance, to recruit well. It's important to create the pathway for your academy players. How is it that we have... It, one of, if not the most successful academy in England, and we still can't have our academy players filling in as squad players, and we're always signing players like Drinkwater to be squad players. How, how, how does that work exactly? So for me, a part of me is quite happy that sporting people are going to take over our club. Look, will I miss us being able to buy a player for 75 million pounds, and if it doesn't work, we'll just loan him away for two years, try and recoup it as much as we can with Marina doing good negotiations or bringing up a good deal or something. Yes, I'll miss it. But I think for the sustainability of Chelsea Football Club to keep winning and keep being at the top, we need to begin to change the way we do things fundamentally as a club. Am I worried that we will make top four this season? Definitely not. I think Tuchel is more than capable to, you know, help us to... Right now, we are limping. So we are going to limp across the line eventually and make top four. Should we have sealed our top four position by now? 100%, absolutely. It shouldn't even have been a discussion. It shouldn't even have been a discussion. But this is where we find find ourselves. So we have to get it done. Chavi... All right, so if if this is the case, we just hope that um, more, 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 more. But Charlie, I want to sell them, but the words know they come. Charlie, I'll push it. <laughs> but yeah, more um, sadness before your club. Most definitely. Bro, like, I can't uh-huh, even sell right you the I want to talk about money. No, wait, wait, I'm talking about But now I can't wait. Be from hate. First of all, it always comes from hate. It's not for uh-huh. me. First of all, I hope he fails. But that besides the point. Um, do I think Ten Hag is going to be a good manager for Manchester United? I don't know. I genuinely do not know. Because, yes, now I remember. Crack made a point about this guy, uh, what your friend said, Ed Woodward, learning on the job and being a novice and making rookie mistakes. I don't think that guy there has any experience either. The one there now. Richard, I, I, I don't think he's any yeah, he's better. Yeah, he's an accountant as well. No, so, no, the, 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 and I will stop and you. Not right, just the that, practical but... difference. The practical difference is that he is and making. No, no. <laughs> this the, guy the, the that he's an accountant. He's making, he's making hires 
that makes sense for the football side of Thank things. Thank you. That will make his job very easy. Woodward was a control freak who was hiding behind. I'm a fan of the club and I love the club. Blah 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 blah. Yes, he was yes, behind yeah. us. He just was. He was just messing up without adding yeah, all of that. Try, and, and try trying to be the savior and everything at all costs. But no. But this guy is actually the mind and all done, that. Yeah, this guy has actually done his homework. Whereas I look, I have this at my disposal. If I put the best people in place. Who knows who know about football to help the club? It will be better. Like the same way club came. It was like, look, Liverpool, this is your transfer committee that you people will sit down and decide on player you sign for manager and you come and suffer. I don't want this nonsense. If you really want me here, debunk that nonsense. And they did. They listened to it. They ended that. That's still deal. That's still deal. They still have it. No, no, no. Because I was listening to your podcast today. Look, look. And they were talking about it. Look. Yeah, yeah, sorry, let me correct it. He was like, he, sorry, he said he wants the final say on every signing. He wants an integral decision making in it and want the final say if I want this player or not. That was something Brendan Rogers then didn't have. That's how come they were giving Balotelli and those nonsense players. But he was giving someone like Sadio Mane because he didn't want Sadio Mane. He was giving who? He was giving Sadio Mane. He didn't want him. Who? He wanted, Who thought he didn't want uh, Brand? He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't right. want him. He didn't. he didn't want him. He wanted you know, William you Brown know, to say, "Wow, wow." You know, you know, you know. Side your money, right? Side your money. When uh, if Van Gaal would have stayed, I believe he would have ended up at United. I, I, I look. <laughs> all I, look. Liverpool has a very good way that they run their club. Apparently, yeah. they only look for two things when they are signing players. Your first touch and how look, you react to you, you lose the you, ball. You can't you can't tell me that those same transfer committee lent right when clock came. They were doing a shit job for years before clock came. I really listened to his interview, read articles on him and what he told Liverpool and things he should put in place. It's kind of similar to some of the demands Teng Hai is saying. But as Kawawa said, I want to listen to him say it at a pressure and I want to hear from his mother. He is the one saying that this and this and this and this is and that he wants it out to how to go. Do you understand what I'm saying? Club made demands and yeah, made them know yeah, that look, all this nonsense you put it do, no Charlie, this is not how we go move the club forward. Though. I what? want it to go this way. I want the transfer to Gerard. go this way and all of that. Sorry, Gerard. But you see, club had club had a, a rock to stand on. When he came, he moved them up in their Premier League finish. So, if you finish, say, third or fourth in your first season, after we finish, say, eighth, the previous season, you have something to stand on to say, look, do this for me, and then I will get better results. And progress. Oh, now, why? Now, club, club, that season, you know, like, seventh and finish. Job eight. And finish? Eight and job, master. The first half season, I mean, he came midway through the season. I'm talking about his uh, first plus... season. His first season, they, they finished fourth or third. One uh-huh. of them. In the first full season, they finished fourth or third. In his sec, in, in in his first full season, he took them to the Europa League. Look, as well. look, look! Brendan Rogers finished second and still didn't get his target. He still got worse players. I am listening to what you're saying. But my point is that that's what I'm saying. You can't come look. That's what I'm trying to point out to you. Manchester United is an extremely big club. If even at Chelsea, you can't come and just bully your way around and say, give me this and that and that and, and that, that's... No, no, no. You just came in. But, just got here. but, but, who, you but who said who you, said, but who said Tenang is bullying his way? I'm not saying he's bullying his way, but I'm just making a point that whether he says it in a presser or not, doesn't, for me personally... Doesn't matter because in the first season, there everybody get blank sheet. We it be raw score, and that is what why we are saying produce? that is why we are saying that nobody is focusing the argument. What we talk or would they talk say first season, second season, nobody gives a shit because it will take a while to build a team. But right now, right. the difference between Woodward in time and now is right now we are putting qualified people in position. We never had a director of football before. Right now, the yeah, right proper now, discussion your, is going where we, are, where we are hiring. Well, we are, you know, the, uh, the Mitchell guy, where we done the talk, John, they think I'm no, John. Well, the technical director right now is, is uh, Fletcher. So, 
It's kind of hard for me to do. Relax, relax, relax. The Gometo guy, no, you they come from where? You know, Fletcher. Yeah, you know, be Fletcher. Metog is actually the one who recommended that they approach Rangnick for his what footballing insights. Consultancy. Consultancy. So basically, the the method is But anyway, <laughs> what we are saying is, oh boy, this era, this era, this era is kind of going differently from Edudo. The signs are there. Something we never really saw under Edudo. We are seeing it now, and it's like the owners are willing to change more. Do you get it? That's what we are me, saying. Uh, all, we all, the me, all I'll it say. It will take time. That's why. For that's I'll say me the agronomy the enwanefem. If them do make a see, I will come back here and talk to you. You know what? I didn't give them the benefit of the doubt and they changed my mind. But as I, as I'm sitting here right now, party, okay, I mean, I I I I think he will come in and struggle. I think he'll struggle with the playing body. I think he'll struggle with those above him. I think the club is in a is in quite a mess. And if my United players are complaining right now that uh, what's his name, Ralph's training methods are too rigorous and too you know too difficult. Rigorous, mom. They know they train self. That's rigorous training again. Then, <laughs> if you don't the Charlie, space, space. The most defined space. The most defined space. The most defined space. No. Look, me, me. I hear this man. He can't talk. Say. Sometimes they know they execute what they tell them for the pitch stop and they do whatever they do. Hey! So, so look, 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 at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what we all cannot deny is that them United players, they be weaklings, where then they like chat too much. Small thing, then go go leak. Everything, then go go leak. One thing I'll say is that the leakages, the, the leakages and all those things is a problem. It's a major problem. But that one, it's, I'm sure there's a way to... I remember Guy Neville said something about how they know who has been leaking the news and stuff. And ever since that happened, I think it's, it's, the rate has reduced a bit. But another thing right now, everybody, that Ran- everybody talks to Rannick Wassan. So there's no <laughs> need for us to even perform. The guy came in and but, within a month, Told the board that players no master, and instead See, of and then that's that what, information, that's what I wanted to touch on actually. That's what I wanted to touch make on. I, make I just clarify, make I just get something right. Mm. He told the board that players no way, 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 no master, and there's someone in the board leaked that information to the players, and then other players got it. Instead of the players sitting up and proving him wrong, they proceeded. To be terrible. Charlie, 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 Charlie nobody leak any nobody leak anything from board. The guy was saying it from pressure from the one massa. Which ah. board leak what to the players? Are they sure? Well, you know the guy was saying from the one you listen about us. Ah, which board leak to what? If if the manager goes to a press conference and he says we need like ten new players, what do you tell the poor are there? Obviously, I think you don't anybody in him, he tells you. And see, that's one thing. That's one thing I would say. That guy, he has been very smart in deflecting attention from himself. Nah, he's a talk the truth. That be your everybody no, shy. The truth. Me, my, no, 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 no. Oh, you see, you this, is thing, this is the funny that you see. We, me, we, that's why I say the guy. He has managed to brainwash a lot of people because the team. We all agree that the team it lacks quality in certain positions. The team is not uh, an excellent team. It's not on the level of the Liverpool and City team. But we also have to remember that at the beginning of the season, we looked at the same team and we thought this team was good enough to at least... Because they finished second last year. So so the thing you have to understand is that me, if the team is, for example, if it's full of players who overachieved in one season, like individuals who overachieved and they managed to finish in a position that does not quite reflect the quality in the team I understand. Like for example, Liverpool in twenty fourteen or something, when it was just it was basically Suarez, Kuti, uh, Suarez, Sturridge, Coutinho, and a bunch of uh, then the rest were all bomb players who were surrounded. We are talking about a United team that has De Gea in the go, in the goalpost who is who has been one of the who has been arguably the best goalkeeper in the league for the past ten years. 
we have Maguire, who I don't like Maguire personally, but you also have to admit that he's a starter for England. So that says something about him. You have Varane, about who's him. also everything about Southgate and Wabon. You also have you also have Varane, who is also a starter for France. Who who is actually a leader for France? You have Lindelof, who is a starter for Sweden. You have um, was in Luke Shaw, who just scored a goal in the Euros final. You have Fred, who is a You have Fred, who starts. You have Fred, who starts for Brazil in the Brazilian midfield, and we all know how the Brazil midfield, the competition is very tight over there. So you have Sancho. So the thing is that the team is not an excellent team, but it's not that bad to the extent that you're telling us that you can't yeah. compete with teams like Burnley and Newcastle no, no, and Everton. No, the team no good. How can you tell me that this team cannot compete with teams like Burnley, oh, bro, bro, Newcastle? Like bro, bro, as soon as bro. you lose to teams like Sometimes, Newcastle, yeah. they tell us Sometimes, that yeah. there's not you enough quality. You get, you get industrious, you get industrious midfielder. And when you repeat, way, you don't know pass. And when you repeat you something say, yeah. times, it sticks in people's minds. So you, right now, every you, time we put in a bad performance, everybody's mind is that the team is not good enough to compete. Ah. You know, you know, if Brangnick had just won 50% of the games he had come to me, like 50% would have been of the top four. would have been in the top four. You see, that's the thing that annoys me because nobody's asking him to come and challenge for the title or anything. Nobody expected him to come and do work wonders with the team. We're just asking for average, just average. Because if you look at the number of points we would have needed just to be in the top four or even still be in the mix for the top four, it's not even up to come to think of it, it's not even up to 50%. Just about 47, 48% of wins would have been enough. As of now, he's won just like 41% of his games. That's the worst record of any United manager since the 80s. And you're telling me that it's because the team is the worst. You're telling me this, this is the worst United team since the 80s. Is that what you're telling me? teach you how to even only who the Sakam in Wait, November self has a higher make, win percentage make, than Ragnar. Make a busy, make a busy question. If coach teach people how you go do pressing, then match time, then Bruno Quartin up the in quad they run about her. How that be the coach you got? Ah, it will be the coaching job to pass on your message. But you are you see if you talk this year, you defining me. Who has been from uh, 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 managers more than you Chelsea? I didn't trust it. What did they talk? 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 What did
you don't put up any better fight. See information you go use. Come to uh, 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 this one too. Uh, uh, EPL too. See the nonsense you they do. But every day, so, so Vangelda, why say you sack Mauricio Sarri? Well, you won't tell me, say. Yes, sir. Why why your team sack Sarri? Mauricio Sarri, they all know, not say. Uh -huh. He said that he know the fit. He and Kasai know the fit. So he won't let oh, him. Was, he, okay. he was also hey, teaching hey, the hey, players hey, and they were not getting hey, it. No country was just this issue for him. Hey, 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 hey. Eh? I, don't, I don't know why we did try to make this thing oh, sound so difficult. Ralph Ranick could have done a better job at United. Let's all understand it and and stop that thing, you know, be, you know, like, be, be all those excuses no need. Bro, when when Andre Villas Boas was sacked, what Tim Sherwood came to do at Tottenham Hospital was not a small job. He didn't bring his own team to come and to come and fit in and, and play. But Tottenham was still able to survive. Martin Yo, they sack Martin Yo make you uh, that we see what we see what I read now take that first team do. Even Chelsea, when when Mourinho was sacked, Avram Grant took them to the Champions League final. He was only a penalty kick away from 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 winning it. What did they tell me about Ranik? No? It be I don't know why we they try make it look like this United team be the worst team in the world. What you put the talk? What you put the talk? This is the this this is the team that has the best scorer in the world. It is a team that has if we are going by Bruno Fernandez stats, it's the team that has a player. Who who has been start padding for as as long as we can imagine? This this be team we like smiley like smiley talk. We get the hair, we get a uh, 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 looks. Are you telling me that all of these players sound with the no good play ball? So you for lose all your matches, bro. We see the we see the the, the stupid formations that they play for two 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 two. What kind of magic cube formation that? Ah, then you go, then you go go lose match. <laughs> If you go wherever you go, if you take a hard look at himself and know that he was he was a failure at Manchester United, that'd be what if you if do. It'd be big failure. Now the Austrian people they are the they never go qualify for anything. What if what if in mind not did the coaching? What if Imano did Bro, I don't give a shit. Day you day were brought in to coach. Like Imano did a coach. You go to coach. I don't give a shit. You were brought in to coach. You were not brought in to come and be consultant. Then say come coach. And and even in several press conferences, he mentioned it. Even in his first press conference, he talked. Say he did come coach. And he did come make sure say the players go do some of the fundamental things for football inside. Why all of a sudden... Teach me to go or you change your move. Thank you. The future of Manchester well, United. Well, who they care? Master. Nobody the base. Whatever, whatever you go do, the team if you go be, go be, if no go be, no go be. Just coach and come up for there. Just, just, just ah. look at the number of managers who came in even midway through the season and how they managed to lift their teams. Why say you pay? You get all the excuses in the world. Conte came and took over Spurs when they were below United. Now they are. In poor position to come and finish in top four. Newcastle, 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 Newcastle were last when Eddie Howe came. Now I think this this year they've won the second most number of games behind Liverpool alone, or something like that. They've gotten yeah. the second most number yeah. of points or something. What, are you telling me that the team Eddie, Eddie Howe, Howe took over at Newcastle? New, Eddie Howe took over a better team. It'd be better for United. And took over at United. Well, you see, the guy has money. You see, because every single week he keeps drumming on about the team is not good, the team is not good. So now everybody has put in the back of their mind that every time we don't get, we don't do well, that's the excuse. The guy almost let us uh, lose a 2 0 lead against Norwich. Norwich, that game, like, if nobody individual brilliance from Ronaldo, we would probably have lost that game. That's in addition to Burnley that we, what, did we draw? We lost against them. Newcastle, we also drew or lost against them. All the teams in the bottom three at the time, all the teams that he has faced that were in the bottom three as of the time that we faced them. You, you how, 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 do you come to a, how do you come to a club and the players regress? Like, they regress. The players were safe, then they focus on start safe. Where they start pass safe, couldn't start pass safe. <laughs> 
Hey, like, come on, man. You ah. can understand that an interim manager, your job is just to come and steady the ship. Nobody is expecting you to perform wonders. Just steady the ship and then hand over peacefully to the next manager who come. Your man, they just come scatter everywhere. He wants to think that she won't You understand? And why couldn't you wait Bro. for you to start your consultancy after the, the season? Because if it's something where they give you the Bro. So why you not go the, address the, the guy, performance and just after the, the season? The guy and Kassan, he take the job. Then he might all be say at the end of the season, things go be make you take the job permanently. He sees that you know, be you no, know, they look sharp, run away, boss. Yeah, that's true. That's very, very true. That's oh. very, very true. Why you make you move on from the patterns? Why not throw them out of the pass in Jimmy? Okay, make you talk better things. This could well, sound. Media, then. Then so I, me, I, I want, then I want to shoot the guy guys and bail, but it be like me there. I go stretch, I go stretch the episode a bit too long. So <laughs> hopefully, if we if we end up analyzing then what I, the guy do over the season there, and then maybe I'll so talk about it. So. so let me just get this right. See, Ralph Rangin, so we're born. But so they, you know they they our match. I think that point has been made very clear. <laughs> the <laughs> university is not a chair. They're not a professor. I said Trump invest you all. Because me and the guy actually they come the things the United fans will talk. Charlie, 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 we finish. Make we move on. Ah, I know it's always at last. Charlie, um, let's 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 wrap. We they can't we they can't close. We they can't close. We they can't close. Um, news news. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. The doubts really pass him though. Charlie, make us finish this thing. Oh. Ah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. Nah, nah, you that, you that lead the team. You that, I'm tired already. Uh, um, no, I'm sorry. 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 I'm um condolences to the family and all those who were involved with him a very very uh controversial figure in football the man represented a plethora of clients charlie if you see some talents be where it just a spring up of leads then all of a sudden you just for questions say ah charlie we gonna get this one then all the you will see no he gets top 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 players such as uh, paul pogba matis delict usman dembele uh, Moise Keane, Zlatan, Haaland, Zlatan, like the guy be like he know he know he know he know football, he know football players. He has a better scouting network than United, say. bro. <laughs> tell you what is, bro. Why that? Why you attack Arnold in work? Every time you go find some young upcoming player, then here in agents be Raiola. You know that this guy, there's this upcoming young star at PSG. Uh, Xavi, he's also a royalist client. <laughs> Look, me, I don't Charlie think... Thoughts, thoughts, let's, let's, let's remember him, let's remember him, let's remember him. Obviously, United fans have a... It's, it's not love-hate, Charlie. <laughs> I just don't like the guy. <laughs> but See. loss of life is loss of life. Right now, with um, Pogba set to leave the club, I, I don't know if anybody has read on what 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 was to happen with the players that he used to represent. I it's an agency, so the his people will still continue to represent the players, but mm. they don't love the agency because he did it. Oh, again. me now, I know. Say, ask your man, say, if the rumor comes, say the first one that is some agents that detected the players, <laughs> condolences, and oh, yeah, yeah. some people they try to push, push them, they'll try and push them. I, because thought, I, I think, think mm-hmm. I think the first rumor that came out that he was dead was really true. I think you were both there. Then, then I think they wanted to manage the information and be the ones Ooh. to release that was there. Nah, I nah, think nah, was nah, you know that, you know that, you know that, you know that. I, I think, think he, he just found out that yeah. the thing it was critical. It was heading there, so yeah, he yeah. just come and yeah. the thing he, fast, he, fast. Yeah, he just he just went ahead. Must have forget. Because he yeah. that tweet he came to tweet afterwards. It was definitely him who tweeted that thing. It was a. <laughs> But me, like uh, Kiro said, Raula, like most of us didn't like him. But after he's died now, and I've seen his clients posting about him and talking about how 
um, how well he treated them and how um, there was one player, forgotten who exactly it was, but he said Raula found him on the streets and he's the one who made him what he is and things. And it's, I guess it's one of those things that you don't really know all those other stories until the person is gone. Because from what me, I was seeing while he was still alive, I was just seeing that he's a greedy person who is just trying to extort money from everywhere. But in his death, we've seen the other side of him and we are seeing that he was actually a good person who was looking out for his clients and everything. So it's 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 sad in hindsight that we hated him as much as we did because he was just trying yeah. to, to do well for his clients. Honestly, uh, uh, when I got to know about Raiola very well was just like two years ago. That's when I stopped insulting him and all of that. As Smiley said, in hindsight, we realized that Charlie. Because me, if I was a player, I would have loved this man to represent me. Because one thing that he epitomizes is putting his, his player's interest above anything or anybody else. He wants the best for his, his players. He wants the best deal for them. Fuck these corporations. They're also making money off you. Why can't we also make money off them? You understand? When it comes to image rights and all those things, because they know that me, I'm giving you a quality player. None of his players are born if we are, if we are keeping it back. None of his players are born. All of them, like 99% of them perform. And they are big in the market. So when they come to your team, he knows what they have been like. Look, look at that Puga interview he gave the other day. Puga's performances right now are bad. Everybody wants him out in United. But we can't deny that your man's image right and it brings we big money. That's facts. And Raiola said it himself. You understand? He know the income your man pull come this one. Talking about Zlatan. Talking about uh, uh, this guy go the Juve for my action. You understand? Look at how all these people were being talked about like some premium quality, uh, premium talents we never see before. All cause of Raiola. You understand? See the time we want Mkhitaryan. We united with the insult and the time we want Mkhitaryan. We don't just say, Raiola, do your thing. Your man go fly, fly chair for discussion for those more or make we still get a player. Because we know sitting with the devil. We know what we're getting uh, ourselves into. But because he was favoring us. Well, okay, we accepted it. But Charlie, the guy there, last time I talked to him, say we've lost a good one in world football. Smiley, no understand. The reason why I talked that thing is uh, that guy. Crack won't change. Crack won't change the script. He won't change the script. You now you know why I say we really lost a controversial and important figure in world in world football. Because no agent is like this guy. Mendes be cool guy. Mendes be mafia. Or Mendes go wear suits. They act gentleman and things. Then they pollute you in other ways. But this guy, if they come boom boom cry, take boom crack, that be your more strategy. And it works. And he always gets the best possible deal for his players. So right now, yeah, he really pay me say he go. Because like this uh, transfer window, they come. If they can't eat good, though. If they can't eat good from Haaland. They, they can't listen most of his nonsense. You go talk about Pogba and says the controversies you go bring. Right? He go. Chale, he go. I repeat to him. I, I don't think he's controversial. I think he is an absolutely fantastic agent for, for those that he works for. That's it. I don't think he's controversial. Everybody talks to this guy, not saying a thing. He'd be controversial. No. If he works for his clients, as Crack and Smiley have already said, he's looking out for their interests and their interests only. Why should he care about the interests of Manchester United? Why should he care about the interests of Dortmund? You go buy a player 300,000 from Salzburg who said 10 million. They can't make 80 million from transfer. And also, more person, more You won't do long distance. Nah. And it was Moise Ken, by the way, who said that he picked him from the streets. It, I, I think that it's going to be a huge loss. And I want to see how how these players, like who these players end up with. Because to be honest, I don't think there's anyone in the industry like him. There'll be very good manage, uh, uh, how do they call it, player agents, but. We have, we have eight, we have agents with them try to be controversial, but they're not guessing like Seku and Sons. They're not guessing. Then the man with the be stupidity. Yeah, you have to former uh you have to ray. Why you fool like that? <laughs> we get agents with them out there, they're not guessing, honestly. So so nonsense advice on it. <laughs> then they give them a 
They were playing. All I know is man mean. like man like Oliver Kolupcha and go get some of these players. If you get Harvey Simmons, bro, it'll be fine. And I can't wait to see Oliver, Oliver, they focus on Ghana players. Can they make it just focus there and then and then doing job? あ、ウェイトウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウウ